we're back. Hello. Hey, hey, Molly, we're back. Hey, what's up, Jackson? Hi. Hey, it's, how does it feel to be back? It feels good. Uh, happy to be here. Happy to be here. Yeah. No, it's yeah. been a it's been a tumultuous journey. Um, we've been we the coward Claudio Sanchez has refused absolutely <laughs> refused to give us the last issue of this comic. He he dares not lay it in our hands lest we yeah. roast him to death. Because we've had our own delays often on this entire season, and they still haven't fucking finished the comic. Still, uh, the comic was supposed to be out. Uh, I think Months like ago. Monday, Monday for this one after yes. the like three month delay on issue 11 i went and looked some shit up and they said it was a delay for the art and i was like yeah okay got it sure uh the 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 new word is october that's two months from now this though you may not remember is the amory score this is the amory score (laughs) i'm joined by molly as usual it's me uh solemn duty is to go through the entirety of the Goheed and Cambria discography and comicography and novel, I guess. That's and fair, fair and soon upcoming novel, baby. And, and up, well, it's the 2010's upcoming novel. Yes. Jack Rainbow. <laughs> and the upcoming novels for Vaxis, as you... Don't forget that. Oh, they're not full novels. They'll be fine. This yeah, one's but, a fucking 300-page novel. I'm not ready to do that. I'm I, mm, still mad. Uh, look, it's going to be fine. It's going to be fine. <laughs> Ooh, it's going to be fine. <laughs> I'm gonna at least go I won't. Yes. At least I won't have to look at any more anime meat gore. At least <laughs> I won't have to see it with my eyes. Well, that is true. But that's that's what this podcast is, and that's why we've been delayed because we are currently going through um, uh, Good Apollo, I'm Burning Star for Volume One from Fear Through the Eyes of Madness, which is a album from 2005 that they released, uh, and a comic that is currently being released. And we're like, okay, this should be fine. Uh, we we switched to a two week schedule like months and months ago in order to we make sure we <laughs> fucking run out of time. And still, here we are having to like, we this podcast we were meant to sit down and record it weeks and weeks ago. Uh, this is for issue eleven, but we're like, we want to make sure there's not like a huge gap between issue eleven and issue twelve. Uh, and in the end, that's not that's not how it went. So uh, we won't. It won't be done. Is the is the fact of it now? We, right? we have to deal with it. Will not be done. We will cover it when it happens, but we, we cannot lie in stasis forever. Yes, we must go up to issue 11, and that's it. That's it for this book. So uh, we will never have issue... Tw- we will have listened to all the songs, and by the time issue 12 comes out, this will be a, a forgotten memory. So our plan as it stands right now, to issue 11 today, um, which is where all the plot points I remember from this comic like actually happen. Yeah. Um, we don't get like all the details, but there are no more surprises as far as I know. Uh, yeah awaiting an issue 12 um so it, we'll see what that is later but as far as i know all the stuff about this comic that matters uh, in terms of the ongoing storyline will be covered today uh and then the next two weeks we're going to go back to the original graphic novel version uh from 2005 um that is more oh. abstract and a single oh boy oh boy so that's going to be the next two weeks it's very difficult to look at let alone read eyes? yeah With, i mean yeah, that's my the scan's bad my eyes don't like it. They they repel. They do not want any part of this comic. Well, it's 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 got a very like weird style that's very influenced by like that Arkham Asylum comic that came out in the mid two thousands. Um, it's got 
it's just all like blocks of color and stuff and just and it's not that many colors it's all very dark it's yeah and the 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 copy that we have is like this it's it's scanned it's not a digital copy because they, they never released it digitally yeah um, so it's not i do have scan. a physical copy here i was sent a physical copy by Cass. thank you so much Cass. i'm so uh, jealous yeah so i i have that sitting here well i so guess I will i'll, be I'll look for that. i'll see if i can find one in the uk but i probably won't be successful i don't know if they even made it over here officially yeah i have no idea uh, so uh that's basically the situation as it stands and that look we'll work it out we'll get through all the songs that means our final episode for this season we don't have anything planned uh currently for the final <laughs> song we've got an, we've got a song and an issue today and then we have two, two half of this um graphic novel that will both have songs and there's one more song then we've got nothing to pair it with i mean uh, to be fair the end of the album deserves that maybe maybe it does uh but we'll we might look into like finding a guest or doing yeah, we've we'll got do a couple of like ideas somewhere. that we might look around to you know say we don't know what it is yet but we'll try to think of something we could um, talk a bunch about Neverender. We could do that. We could do that. We could or do we that. could not. Or we could not. Who knows? Or we, we could not. Who knows? But now that we don't... Now that we've just given up on waiting, we are actually back on our schedule. We're, yes. uh, we're back. Uh, yes. It is... Ho- hoping to get back to every other week like all you folks love. Yeah, which is what everyone's been wanting for the last few months but hasn't been possible thanks to you know stuff the coward claudio sanchez (laughs) i've also been doing my dissertation but that's done now i'm done with school forever um i can't blame you for that i will only blame (laughs) i will only blame claudio sanchez who hates us who is a known hater wait if this is coming out in october that means it's coming out the same time as the fucking album the new album yeah i i'm wondering if that isn't what they're doing oh great well also so this week also we have uh, we have the final the final penultimate chapter of this comic book that won't actually be finished for months but we'll deal with that when we get there we have the last issue we're going to have for now uh, we have a song and we have another song from the new album uh is it vax's part one the unheavenly creatures vax's part one the unheavenly creatures and the song called the gutter the gutter the it's gutter. six minutes long we're going to talk about that as well as we always do god it really is isn't it Yes, it's five minutes, 50 seconds long, <laughs> which I'm Christ. just going to round up and call that six fucking minutes. Yep. Wasting my time. Wasting my time. A lot of time. <laughs> a lot of time. Uh, but that's enough preamble. Let's, considering this is going to be the final recap, the final issue in our long stretch, but isn't technically even the final issue of the story, let's do our best and give an actual proper recap, because it's been since fucking like January since we've been yeah. doing these. Yeah, yeah. Uh, all right. All right. What has happened, Molly, in the in the uh, Amory score? No, fuck. the Amory score in lore, our lore only. Our lore, the Amory Wars. Good Apollo, I'm burning stuff for from fear through the eyes of madness. Okay, so uh, Claudio has met up with uh, Inferno, Jesse, the dumbest man alive, uh, and they have gone on a couple a couple of missions here. Uh, the first one was to recover an orb that makes you invisible or makes listen it's the powers are very powerful and we don't really (laughs) know how far they go but it can turn stuff invisible this is very important uh but it was kept on an invisible planet that featured uh, a group of people who we know um oh god is it the hollows is it narrows the narrows the narrows um and they all uh got very mad at jesse 
uh, for abandoning them in their time of need during the hashtag resistance of uh, <laughs> Ryan that featured Mariah. Um, and so uh, after they steal the orb, they have conned basically the the narrows into following them to Appity Prime, where we are now undergoing a huge battle between uh, the resistance and Ryan's forces. Um, along the way, Krom got turned into a robot man. He's a big robot. Well, we knew that one. That one's that one's old. Um, and <laughs> that's Krom, Krom being a big robot man. Old news. Um, what what else? What else? Um, uh, I can Ambelina, think of something. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> go ahead. You've forgotten the story of this comic. Well, can you blame me? <laughs> You forgot the part where that's not the story of this comic, Molly. That, that is. That's where they, they go. They went and stole the orb did, in this they, they series. They did do that. They did do the orb. I like that. I was like, so Molly, tell me what happened in this comic. And you're like, well, we got to put the orb first. <laughs> well, it's the it's the first main thing they did. God, this comic, nothing happens. Yeah, nothing happened. <laughs> that was in like issue seven. Yeah, it started in like issue five and it took them like four issues to not get eaten by cannibals. <sighs> yeah and then they land on Appity prime and then ambelina got kidnapped by god or writer you know writer yes, hey we, let's we... talk about writer okay thank you <laughs> <laughs> that's why i was waiting this whole he's time kinda, he's, like, he's yes. just kind of whatever he's just he's he's around i don't know he doesn't really do anything important he uh he <laughs> abuses his girlfriend he proposes he? to her he pukes oh he he wrote the story of the amory wars thank you uh <laughs> <laughs> He puked on his lawn. Uh, he uh, saw his um, his then girlfriend hug a guy once. And got very mad. Um, yeah. He imagined a bicycle that's on fire. That's a demon. It's a fucking bicycle. It's a fucking bicycle. Um, can't really think of anything else significant that he did except for kidnap Erica Court. Uh, nope. And was well. I mean, kidnaps was well, yeah, the, yeah. maybe the I wrong guess word. He did. He tied her up, but then he went into the story and he kidnapped yeah, Lena. Yeah. Well, he okay. Listen, he's committed maybe two kidnaps because <laughs> you know Erica's being held against her will, and Belina also being held against her will. It's not like, he but she didn't doesn't exist do in that. the first place. She's she's fictional. She's not real. She person. is. She is fictional. She did. He did steal her though. That's the worst summary I've ever heard. We're terrible. At this. <laughs> Who listens to these podcasts? Why did you ask me to recap? You know I'm no good at this unless I'm reading the little recap in the in the comic book. I'm really sorry. I shouldn't have put you on the spot like that. The, I'm, I'm in here being like, Haha, I get to be the like sarcastic host. It, uh, M knows this because I do a lot of recaps on the second level slug. Fucking uh-huh. terrible at recaps. Fucking just the worst recapper imaginable. They had to take suck. over. They had to take over doing all the Gundam summaries because I was so bad at it. They're like, you're so terrible at it. So I get to be the confident one here, but no, I. I would have done just as i would <laughs> <laughs> well thanks thank you jackson for admitting it's okay. we're, that we're, we're both fools <laughs> who is listening to this podcast well they love us that's why they love us why they put up with us. <laughs> it's not the somebody somebody who's still listening to all things coheed is going to hear us and be like they were right they're not even real fans of this they don't know anything about these comics cannot stop podcast beef live on air <laughs> although there's another coheed podcast and we don't know if they dislike us but the 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 tenor around us in the Coheed community is very bad because we we mock them too much. We yeah, we're a little too mean to Coheed and Cambria. 
And to, to that, I would say, do they not have a place for forgiveness in their heart? <laughs> Claudio literally tried to kill his wife in a story, and she forgave him, and they all forget every a lot of forgiveness going around there. So That's I think what, it's a bit uncharitable <laughs> that we don't get our forgiveness. What about us? <laughs> we haven't killed anyone. <laughs> I bought VIP tickets to your concert, Claudio. What's the deal? Claudio, Come on, buddy, at me, <laughs> Claudio. Claudio, please. Uh, <laughs> I'm subscribed to this terrible comic on fucking Comixology. Please, Claudio. <laughs> please. We buy the content every time it appears. Okay. <laughs> so that's the thing. It's a dual narrative thing. Uh, Claudio is on one side. The Ryder is on the other. Uh, Ryder is getting pissed off with his story because he's like, oh, uh, his inner self, who is 10 speed, which is the demon bicycle, is like, you're a coward. You're not going to kill Ambelina. Uh, you just want them to be happy in your story. You're a coward. We have to fix this. And to fix this, he makes him go insane and sends him into the story to kill Ambelina personally while this battle's going on. Yes. Um, and that is where we stand. Um, do you want to, just per tradition, should we read the little, how they... Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll read the little, the little blurb here. Yes. Uh, fed up with writers procrastinating, Ten Speed unleashes the gates to the fiction known as the Willing Well, thrusting Ryder into the story he created. Ambelina and Claudio come on strong with their new army, backing Ryan into a corner until Ambelina is unexpectedly pulled out of the scene. The Red Army delivers one final blow to the Rebels by way of Mayo in a war machine called the Crutch. Inferno puts up his very last stand, but may have one last posthumous trick up his sleeve. Why no. is it called the Crutch? Where did that well, come from? That was just a name. That, that was that was not in the last issue. That was just That's a big a, gun. That is some real bungee naming scheme. They just <laughs> they just picked a noun and made it capitalized. Yeah, they sure did. Um, anyway. uh, now the the direct um, cliffhanger of the last issue that anyone listening to this podcast cares about must uh, care. Must care was uh, Jesse getting his heart pulled out by Mayo. Hero to all, which was um, sick. Which is sick as fuck. Uh, but then as he was dying, Jesse like put a USB stick in the secret USB plug that Mayo had on his neck that we never knew about till now, apparently. Uh, and then Mayo started like rebooting. Um, just want to assuage everyone right now. Mayo is not in this issue. He's that is not, not in resolved. this issue. We will not please, get... Re- <laughs> please do not spend this entire issue waiting for confirmation on what the fuck has happened to Mayo. Is he dead? <laughs> is he changed in some way? What does this mean for his personhood? We don't know. He's not here. We're not going to fucking know till October. Take it up with Claudio Sanchez. <laughs> Claudio Sanchez knows how much we love Mayo and went not today. You will not know. I need Mayo. He's denied us. One that we love so much. Also... It is incredible to me that that is the cliffhanger of the last comic. I'm like, ah, nah, just leave it. It's fine. We don't have to resolve that. It's cool. I I assume he'll be in the next issue. The other alternative is, like, he shows up in the next, like, the part two comic. Yeah. uh, But as a good guy now, because he's been, like, mind wiped or something. Oh, God, what if Jesse took over Mayo's body via robotics and bullshit? I hate it. (laughs) (laughs) What if he do that? I, I fucking hate it. I hate that it's a possibility. I hate that I thought it and put it out into the universe, honestly. I hadn't considered until... I guess Jesse is also a robot. He's a robot. He's a robot, man. He's an iRobot, just like everybody else. The biology and, like, the science of this has not been, like, strictly defined. Anything could happen. Is Mayo an iRobot? No. He can't be, right? Well, he is a robot, man. 
He's got a robot man face, but only partially. I thought he was just a human. Otherwise. He's USB 3 compatible. <laughs> it's got a much higher transfer rate. Yeah. <laughs> it's really good stuff. Right. Let's actually begin <laughs> okay, the comic so... now. <laughs> this is how we get three hour episodes of this <laughs> podcast. It's not just totally spies. We're going to get three hours as out as one comic. Let's go. <laughs> if we wait a couple of months, we could go on forever. <laughs> we got to get to October, Molly. <laughs> Okay, we open this comic, uh, just dead bodies everywhere, uh, explosions in the sky, we see ships flying by, we see Sizer turn from Big Hulk, Bone Hulk, Monster Man, back down to regular normal man size, uh, and he he looks out and sees the body of his father, of Jesse, Mayo, nowhere to be found, uh, and Sizer walks up to him and says, goodbye, father, and then some rando... Uh, who is a clone of Sizer? No, he's just got exactly a similar the face. Same. They look exactly the same. But uh, he pops up behind and he's like, Sizer, are you ready Are you ready to move? We got to get out of here. And Sizer's like, oh, my sister Chase, whom whomst I love. I can't, I will not leave without her. Uh, and then the other guy's like, uh, no, we're, we're leaving right now. And Sizer goes, oh, but I can't. And then the other guy's just like, no, you can and you will. Let's go. Uh, and that's the end of that. <laughs> he just do that. <laughs> um, but it's uh, yeah. not that Sizer has a chance of finding Chase anyway. Uh, because we cut to uh, Chase and Claudio in a... In a I guess a well, they're temple? Outside, they're outside the palace. This outside uh, Ryan's palace, remember? Is that what, that's uh, oh, the, yeah, yeah, that's right. They haven't that's done where the, the big yet. battle was taking place. Yes, yeah, so the well appeared. Ambolina was taken. Uh, Chase was thrown out like... <laughs> Okay, that guy is that guy is meant to be hack. Wait, that's hack? I think so. Really? Mm, I think it's hack with the with hair cut off. Weird. Okay. Well, I guess he always was wearing a mask. No, this. Hang on. No, because he had arm swords. Yeah, but he's got the same arm. Either it's hack or it's literally nobody. I think it might literally be nobody. This is the image. Uh, uh, like, I can't tell. Because... Mm. Yeah, right? I guess mm. it is kind of the same color armor. It's got similar armor. That's what I'm going on. He's got yeah, the green armor. Yeah, alright. That, that and might that's be many, And that's many there, anyway. Many so. in the car. <laughs> hey, what's so up? it has it's to me. be many. Hack and many. It's many. Uh, I, anyway, they, we, cut to, we cut to Chase sh- and... Shipping Hack and many. Because they're oh, the only <laughs> two iRobots. <laughs> <laughs> yes? Great, that's it. No, that's it. That's my whole spiel. Okay, well, Chase and Benny... Uh, no, fuck. Chase and Claudio... <laughs> Chase and Claudio are in Ryan's palace. Uh, yes. There's like a, a smoke on the ground. Uh, Ambeline is gone. Claudio is taking this not very well. No, he's uh, he's freaking out a little bit, and he grabs Chase by the head and picks her up and is shaking the baby, yelling, Do you have any idea where she is? What the hell's happening? I can't no, believe no. this is happening. Uh, and then Chase just says, oh, the well. Oh. <laughs> to which Claudia responds, Chase, that wasn't a well. That was a <laughs> hole. <laughs> that was that was a door. There was a hole that opened up in the atmosphere and she disappeared. And uh, Chase, the thing knower, says, <laughs> ah, the willing well, Claudio, where conclusions have no bounds and nothing's absolute. He must have taken her there. And Claudia's oh, like, obviously, I'm, I'm obviously. fucking sorry? 
obviously it's the willing well where conclusions have no bounds and nothing is absolute. Why didn't I think of that? Why the fuck didn't I think of that, Chase? Chase. Chase, why do you know this? Uh, Again, and then in the yeah. next panel, Chase looks more like Chucky than she has ever looked in her life. <laughs> is it the one with like just her eyes are so big? Yeah, the one with just her yeah. eyes. She got and the big they're... puffy cheeks bugging out yeah and claudio's like hey you mean ryan's behind this uh and she's like no the creator uh and claudio's like chase shut the fuck up what are you talking (laughs) she's just like i've seen him he showed me the world beyond the one we know to exist uh and claudio's like wait that doesn't make any sense the prophecy says i'm the one to bring judgment why would he take her and not me he has no business with her uh and and, uh chase goes like "Mm, that's bait that's bait right there. <laughs> Chase does do that gift. <laughs> she does do that. <laughs> He's baiting you to come after her. I had always believed that the creator had a divine plan, but what if we actually are rewriting it? If he's losing control of us, then kidnapping Ambelina would be the only way to anticipate your next move. Uh, not true. Many other ways he could have done this. He's writing you. He's writing. <laughs> That's the... That's... I don't understand the mechanics of this situation. I really don't. But it, I mean, it's because is, they make no sense. Well, the problem is, if you get into like the mechanics of uh, this kind of meta storytelling, right, where one of the characters is writing one of the other characters, yeah, uh, and it's a trope that gets on a bunch of things, uh, and is kind of like it's funny and it it it's done like a fair few times. You need to be good at writing normally for that to work. You need to uh, like the story has to make sense regularly, and then it has to make sense again on a second level. <laughs> this does not meet the first criteria and <laughs> has never met the first criteria. Uh, neither the level. Part, remember the part where uh, Jesse was like, I'm going to uh, try Hitler uh, for war crimes and Hitler <laughs> proved he was God? Remember when that happened? <laughs> and everybody was like, oh, fuck, he is God. You're right. Shit. Yeah. Owned. Entirely owned. Destroyed. <laughs> Thank um, God Jesse's dead. Fuck, man. I really hope he doesn't come back. I hope he hasn't taken over Mayor. What a cruel fate. But that would be... God. He just has an inner Mayo yelling at him the entire time. He lives in the body. Uh, <sighs> so, okay. So Chase opens the Willing Well and is like, we're going after him. We're going to do well, this. It's probably a trap, but you know. Yeah, Claudio's like, hey, can you open the Willing Well, Chase? And Chase is like, I don't know. I'm not sure I could do it without God. Or I don't know how to do it at all, really. Uh, and... God is like, could you just fucking try, Chase? <laughs> and she immediately does it first time. It's fine. <laughs> she does it perfectly. And then, like, Ryan looks over. He's like, oh, big, big door. He does make a face. <laughs> like, <"Ooh." laughs> what that? Uh, and then as he disappears, fucking Ryan is like, just as I have seen. I <laughs> uh, As anticipated, crowing, you're now the millstone of another retreat, gentlemen. The war's over for today. And the Red Army's like, right home, off home we go, <laughs> right, lads. Right, back, back in. What happened to the zombie army? On to the mess hall. What no, happened don't to the wor- fucking zombie army? If Claudio's not there, who cares? You know, no uh, biggie. No, uh, no zombies. No, uh, no zombie, well, no cry. We d- Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> this is what happens when we haven't talked in like six weeks. Oh, it's really, it's a rowdy cast. Rowdy it's cast. a rowdy. Listen, there's no better way to read issue 11. 
they sit in the void for a bit floating in nothing uh and claudia's like are you sure this is it <laughs> you did it did you do it right and chase is like i don't i don't know i don't uh, listen i uh, still don't know shit I'm not God, I'm just some girl who tells me things. I'm just the visual. The visual. Uh, and then Claudia yells, Amplina, but then uh, God starts talking back to him. And as we know, God is just Ryder, so yeah, it's not it's really Ryder. that cool or ominous. No, it's uh, just struggling and shouting, we'll get you nowhere, Claudio. Uh, and then they're standing on the side of like near a palace, but it's more like... It's like a pastor church. It's, it's like a church, yeah. A very, more like a very elaborate church. Yeah. Um... Uh, uh, as uh, the voiceover continues, and Claudia's like, "Hey, God, or whatever, uh, or whatever, this is also just. Uh, can you let her go, please? Hey, can I have? Can you please, please, my wife? Please, <laughs> you have my wife. Please don't email my wife." <laughs> uh, and then, and then, writer says, "No, it's your turn to listen. I know it's not in character for you to keep your mouth shut, so try this." Uh, and then uh, Claudio goes to yell at him like you fucking dumbass. But then he can't he can't talk no more. He got he got no voice. Yep. What good is a phone call if you won't be able to speak? <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> That's God, what I think oh. of every time. That yeah. seems creep me out. That seems so it gross. Really I hate it. So- yeah. No. Same. There's something about the effect because it, it kind of like comes from the like you would expect that to be like go from like outside in but it's like the effect comes no, inside it out comes, yeah, it's, like, no, it's, it's like he shuts his mouth so much that it disappears he, and then like when he opens it, it's got like the skin stretching oh, the skin. over it oh. it's so bad it's such a, oh. Oh, ma- my you know what's better than this <laughs> the matrix <laughs> the fucking matrix oh boy um writer explains we all have a backstory folks uh, <laughs> Ryder says, Ryder says, welcome to my TED talk. Welcome to my TED talk. We are all assembled in moments, compartments of time that cocoon us until we're ready for the next stage. Even those experiences that feel heavy enough to drag us on, heavy enough to drag us under, can lift us up like a pair of wings and whisk us away to a new place in our story. And we see like Ryder being led along this bridge by a girl who's not Erica, uh, and then she lets go of his hand. Is this Nuo? Uh, no, she doesn't. No, like all right. Her. Anyway, uh, and then uh, Ryder continues. In the entire time, we think we're in control. That we're each telling our own tale. And he has a pack of cigarettes, and he goes to light the cigarette, and he pulls a match. And then now he's Ryder, all grown up. Uh, and he says, "When someone else has been writing it all along," and he throws the match into the water of this bridge that he's over, and everything catches on fire. Uh oh. Oh shit. Uh oh. And um, then, first of all, like, I want to talk about Ryder trying to say something profound about storytelling when it's just in stories, things happen. <laughs> and some... <laughs> in stories and in life, there's cause and there's effect. <laughs> I drank too much wine. I must take a piss. <laughs> Sometimes bad things happen, and they make you stronger. Sometimes, sometimes. You kill your wife. <laughs> cause there is no cause. Cause could pass. I've seen like you can't. We open the Matrix door, which is apparently just as bad as the Star Wars door. <laughs> it's, it's just a me fucking lot of good doors. The, me fucking quoting the Merovingian for half an hour. Oh god. It, <laughs> uh, so yeah, the we Willing see, like, Well is just a room with a bunch of TV screens. <laughs> uh, <laughs> 
tag yourself. I'm the Neo that's got his middle finger up. <laughs> I'm the Neo that can't stop laughing. Okay. Um, and then fucking Ryder goes, uh, go. <laughs> Ryder <laughs> says. You irrevocably to me. <laughs> God. <laughs> Ryder says what now? We, we have to keep going. Uh, so everything's on fire now. We see um, naked fire elementals fucking uh, up there in the top. We see them over the church. Uh, they're not fucking. They're, well, just they're not fucking, go- but they are. They got the titties out. They got. They're all naked. They're uh, all naked. No the nipples. only thing that has not been drawn is nipples and pussy, but they should be there. Anyway, um, uh, we also see Ten Speed. He's you know he's hanging out as as you do, uh, and we see Ambelina burning on the side and arrives. Just my whole life, I've been searching for the perfect muse. So buckle up, everybody. This is gonna be one oh, of those. Here we go. We time for the time for the entire thesis statement of <laughs> uh, fictional wife killer here. Let's go. Let's go. Writer says every one of my relationships has ended in mourning her shortcomings while or. Ended in mourning her shortcomings while memorizing her strengths. The sum of all those beautiful borrowed pieces is her. Years of chasing the ideal woman and I gave her to you. And he's saying this to Claudio. You didn't even have to work to find her. She just fell into your lap like an angel shot down from the sky. The truth is, Claudio, in creating you, I hope to write my own weaknesses away. But because of Ambelina, you started to feel things beyond what I instilled with you. You went back to make peace with New on your own volition. You felt guilt for leaving her so suddenly, yet I never rolled that culpability for you. Ambelina opened your capacity to love, and as a result, you felt remorse. Didn't stop there. You began questioning your purpose and defying your role in my plan. Every single bit of it was a direct challenge to me. It became obvious you felt more loyalty to her than your own creator. I I don't have the, like, hour needed to pick apart the, like, politics... Uh, the like gender politics of like the entire history of fucking writing and this speech. <laughs> uh, oh so boy! I guess we'll I guess we'll just do the Cliff Notes version. Let's, what the yeah, fuck, writer? Broad strokes. <laughs> um. So, first of all, you shouldn't spend your life searching for a muse. <laughs> Maybe. So, yeah. Yeah. Like so obviously, writer is bad, right? Like yes. Uh, I, I think that's this- become apparent now. This comic has been written in such a way where you're meant to feel kind of bad for... Well, no, the comic has always been better about it, because in the comic, Ryder, like, puked on the fucking lawn and was and he's a big idiot. And saying yeah. the wrong name in bed. Uh, but the songs, because they are written by Claudio and not Erica, not... Well, and, no, it's a real name. Not Chandra. Chandra uh, without, <laughs> um... <laughs> without any, like... Like, this is all just... The album is unfiltered. My girlfriend broke up with me. T- that feel when no GF... Uh, same. just yeah, so mad. <laughs> yeah, same. Big hug. Um, <laughs> what? <laughs> but it's it's distilled into this, and now they're trying to reconcile that with I am a father with a child now, and here's here's the real reason I wrote this album. Um, and so we get. I was looking for a muse. All these women's deserves to be my muse. I made her into my... Per- so originally we thought she was like the... Um, it was like, oh, this is the fictional Just, version of uh, of Erica. That's how this this works. But now he's like, no, she, she is not the fictional Erica. She is the fictional uh, superwoman. All the women are her. All my wife's. She becomes my wife much and more each day. Uh, <laughs> like Every woman just- I call the queen has become together to become Ambelina. All girls are my wife. <laughs> All girls are my wife constantly. All girls are my wife constantly is what Ryder says. Uh, and it's just a... It's 
there's something here that's like almost interesting that it's not in this like form of it but there's a way they could have gone with this which is to say like the idea of writing a story that is born from your own insecurities and depression and then starting to resent it when you are like writing someone who is being who is like curing themselves in a way that you're not let's this story is not actually about mental health the story is entirely that feel with no gf like yeah that's not but there's like an inkling of that it's like there are things in here that could be interesting but they're not even choosing to look at them it's literally just look i made the woman and then claudia's gonna go no that's bad but also i want her so it's tragic oh no and yeah two guys are gonna fight over a woman that one of them created and the other one just wants to fuck and well i guess they both want to fuck yeah uh, i mean they listen they're they're it, they're in a relationship as much as you are without ever having said it on screen. So it's just a, it's a very hollow and like, kind of like, this is what it was leading to. Just, this is my, cause the whole thing this has been leading to the entire time, uh, is th- the idea that in order to like beat the f- real life trauma, Ryder has to kill Amblina in the story to avoid to like move on. He cannot use this which is like, woman as a crutch. Yeah, I guess this representation of all of his shortcomings in relationships. Yeah, and that's already kind of like no, shut up, uh, <laughs> knock it off. But then then you add it onto the story that's about like reckoning with the idea of a god, and this is just what God is. And I guess there's something there when they're like, oh, they meet God and he just fucking sucks. <laughs> they meet God and they're like, oh man, this is what I was doing. Oh fuck. I was working for you? Yeah. So I guess that's where we are now is he's meeting Ryder and it's just, uh, this is his philosophy and it's just the most pat, boring thing that we've had the entire time. It's just uh, so weird that having Claudio have come to terms with like all of his own problems while Ryder is still in theory because we see it the whole time is writing him. Just... It... Also, the idea that he went back to Neo and that shows growth is insane. Yeah, it's insane. Bonkers. He he went to New and he sat in her garden for an entire and talked night. Talked to her dog. Talked to her dog while she for was out there. For eight hours. And literally, and then also had an argument with his dad. Um, yes, was a ghost. his ghost dad. <laughs> and then he's like, oh, I can't believe that you have learned the lesson that I have not. Nobody in this comic knows how to be Nobody's a good person. Nobody's learned a lesson. Like, you have a, like, you're talk, basically going, like, how have you learned to respect women? And I have Nobody here is a woman respecter. No woman respecting is a cud. <laughs> he and Ambelina nearly fucked on his dead sibling's bed. Like, there wasn't, he didn't learn he's anything. Her how he was to, just he's taught horny. Her to love. He's taught, he's, she's taught her how to love. She has taught, she has taught Claudio. Love. How love... And you know what love is. It's fucking on your dead siblings. It's fucking... <laughs> Never heard a better metaphor for love. Right after you've spent uh, an entire night talking to your ex. Talking but to your ex and dog. also... Ex's and, dog, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> your ex's dog, and then you actually don't talk to your ex, and then she looks out the window in the morning like, hey, was somebody fucking out there talking all night? That was weird. Did someone uh, explode a thing in my garden? Weird. Did somebody blow up my... Hey, why is my fence gone? Is my dog okay? This feels like an allegory. <laughs> Couldn't. Never. Never. Uh, okay, so we can... Let's move, can move on, on from this page. Yes. Um, but anyway, writers like, uh, yeah, the women's, they hate me. And I'm and you have moved on beyond that. And I am not okay with that. And uh, Claudio's first line, he can talk again now, by the way. And he says, wait, you, you think you're the victim here? <laughs> 
hang on, hold on one minute. Uh, and Ryder's like, what I think is my own creations have grown disobedient after I've given them everything. Uh, so Claudio's like, hey, Chase, this guy, um, this guy sucks, doesn't he? Uh, and Chase is like, yeah, true. And so, um, Ryder proclaims that he is the, the owner of all of these worlds. Uh, he is in Claudio, charge of everything. Claudio basically says he's no god. All I see is a spineless. And then Claudio and then Ryder's like, excuse me. <laughs> he he rips his voice out again, I think, is what is supposed to be happening there. Yeah. And um, it's Ryder's, oh, these are my worlds. I know that Ryan Vord them once, but this is, they're actually mine and not his. And I'm the god. I gave you life. I will take it away. It doesn't end with Ryan or some silly war. It ends with the termination of everything. And Claudio's, uh-huh. Claudio's just like, hey, have you considered uh, helping us instead? Because that would be sick. Like, you could just not destroy our universe. That would be pretty cool. He's and this close to fucking saying, no, all souls need to become one. But he can't even do that because it isn't a fucking JRPG from the 90s. So we don't even get the actual way the story is meant to go. Yep. Uh, and then what writer says in response to, hey, could you help? He goes, I never cared for happy endings. And we see a bunch of uh, zombies carrying Ambolina. And the, she's crowd surfing uh, up to... Um, an enormous guillotine with two naked women on the sides with huge wings. Uh, Claudio gives chase and as she is strapped in and the blade starts to fall uh, onto her neck, Claudio breaks the lock and breaks her out just in time before she is supposed to die. Yeah, Um, no, the the iconic image of this album has always been uh, Ambelina in the um, in the guillotine getting murdered by god that is the whole yes. that is what this entire thing has been building towards since day one and he's broken it he's he's done it he's he saved fate. her he stopped fate uh and then Ryder says this is no beginning this is the final cut you're a couple you. you're an issue early um but i will take it uh and yeah. then um Ryder throws claudio into the big crowd of zombies and claudio starts yelling this world's more significant than any god you might not think much of the beings you made but most of them live and die by the gonsgrod too or by the gonsgrod too bad the deity they believe in doesn't deserve their loyalty uh and claudio says that without us without those people you are nothing and then he activates his powers and rips a hole in this reality i guess uh, and pulls them back to um, Appity Prime, I think it is here. Yep. He uh, uses the power of love to activate his super crowing powers and bring yes. them back to the real universe. Yes. Um, so, uh, oh, also, Chase says that God is a prick. Uh, just uh, No, Chase says, after spending some time with God, I think I'll stick with the common people. <laughs> He's kind of a prick. <laughs> He's Chase, kind of a really- prick. Chase, you've never been good at this. Like, this has been a recurring theme throughout the series. You can't name check better songs than you've ever written in your your own comic. If Cleon and Caviar had a single song that was half as good as Common People. (laughs) (laughs) Jesus. So, um, um, so they make Claudio, it back to Appity Prime. Yeah, they make it back to Appity Prime. Ambelina also falls into reality with them. She grabs her sword and she's like, hey, Claudio, what the fuck? Um, and he's like, oh, I've never been happier to see you, Belle. And then Ryder shows up and goes, by the way, I'm still God. Uh, <laughs> poof, I'm here. Hello, it's so me. So I want to I ask you a question. If you okay. are God, if, you, if you're writing a comic book where God 
and the chosen one have to have a fight over the fate of the world. How do they do that? Um, well, I just, it feels like... Feels like it's time to have people shoot colored beams at each other. Yeah, I think that would probably be the way to do it. Feels like it's time for someone to shoot a green beam and someone to shoot an orange beam for two pages. For two full pages. Um, yeah, and there's this dumb, I, this, this specific panel, I'm gonna, I'm gonna give it to you, Jackson, but, uh, this one where Ryder has his hands up and there's these, like, floating, uh, I don't, like, spikes, uh, in front of him, like, oh, look at me, I'm so cool, I'm, I'm badass, I can pick up rocks with my mind, um. It looks very dumb. It looks very stupid, and the best part is, like, so it's clearly like pieces of because they're in a cave now for whatever fucking reason. Um, yes, they and, were not in a cave before, but they are now. Yeah, it's like chunks of um, chunks of stalagmites, and they're just like throwing them at each other. And like, so there's that panel, and then Ryder is just like, "Oh, actually, I could just slam you both against the wall. I'll just do that uh, without it." And then Claudio's like, "Ah, look, now I have the rocks," uh, <laughs> and he shoots them at Ryder, and Ryder just stares at them, and they crumble, and he's like, "I'm still God. I, you keep forgetting me, me God." So Abelina then like cuts it, uh, cuts it Ryder with the sword. It goes straight through him because he's God. Because uh, he's still Claudio, God. Claudio tries to blast the rock for him again. Still God doesn't work. Uh, and, and Ryder then, just goes, okay, that's good. And then, like, dusts off his shoulder, and you're like, yes, I get it, he's gone, thank you. <laughs> uh, Ryder says, this is nothing but great drama, Claudio. Bullshit! <laughs> <laughs> Not so sure. <laughs> Not so sure on that. Bullshit. God says, God says, you can't win this. Uh, and Claudio says, I'd rather lose than live in fear. Um, so Ryder punches him across the fucking teeth. Just... Just beats the shit out of him. Uh, and Claudio, while getting the shit, shit beat out of him, says, That's what this is about. You're terrified because we're so much better than you could have ever written. You don't know... You know this universe doesn't need you anymore. Uh, and Ryder says, Don't make it about you and me, Claudio. Everything in this world's premeditated. Even our exchange is nothing more than a distraction from the most integral plot point of the scene. And he points to Ambelina, who's not trying to help Claudio at all. Uh, she's decided that it's time to just stand there with her ass out, holding a sword. Um, and we go to the next page, and Claudio, bloodied, just says, no. Uh, and then we see a large panel of Ambelina with an enormous hand gone through her chest, uh, from an unknown source. Which we have sourced back to... We have sourced back, yes. Yeah, we have sourced back to a, um, priest, an Constantine priest... That was unleashed by Ryan back in issue eight. So Ambelina, oh, done. She done die. She done did. She done did die. She looks very nonplussed by this, uh, like enormous hand through her chest. And there we have it. That's the entire fucking thing. No more issues till October. Fuck you. Uh, yeah, thanks, Claudio. <laughs> thanks, Claudio. But that is basically the entire story of the album. Uh, there's a bad breakup, so the guy kills Ambelina in order to heal his own wounds. Is uh, Erica no. okay? No. Somebody check on Erica. She's back in the real world, still tied up. I don't know what the hell has happened to Ryder in the real world, because, like... I imagine he's just, like, happening. sitting at his typewriter going wild on it. <laughs> just going buck wild. <laughs> just and then I like come into believe. the story. <laughs> 
and it, he, he pulls even a piece get a of paper, like rolls a, a new one in there. Yeah, like a normal human being. Yeah. That's the end of the issue. There's not even any previews on this issue. It was a was a full took up all the pages. Yeah, it took up the full twenty five because normally they're eighteen pages and then that's it. But yeah, and then they thing. have like Boom Studios uh, ads, but no, this one very important. Um, um so that's that's, that's, uh, where we are. that's the comics. Hopefully, we will have an ending at some point. But for now, we got to get through the songs and we got to get through some other stuff. Uh, but that's where we are. That's that, that's the whole issue. That's um, it. That's it. Go to Cambria. There we go. There we have it. Good to be back. Ryder done suck. Ryder, you suck. Still. Uh, he's been searching his whole life for the perfect muse. And he's now found it. It's my, it's wife murder. It turns out he didn't want a wife. Idiot. He wanted it's a not, murder. Idiot. It's not wife murder. It's love life. God. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good joke. Great. That was a good joke. That was a good joke. I think I'm going to put that you, in the good joke You pile. landed it. Put that. Yeah. Sort that one out. Uh, let's talk about the song. Uh, let's talk about the song. First song in the final, uh, what is it like? Song selection movement, I guess. Like the fucking multi. Call it the the Willingwell Suite. The Willingwell Suite. Yep. Uh, the Willingwell One. Fuel for the feeding end. Which is a bad name. It's not a good name, but Coheed have never been known for good names. That's very true. You got me there. Um, the good news is, uh, these next few songs, the the suite itself is about half an hour long. It's close yeah, these, to These are all seven-minute songs. Uh, one of those is about five minutes. The last one's about Yeah, about like four and a half or something like that because they, they have a thing at the end. But Yeah, they put a little bit of silence and bonuses at the end. But no, this is basically four seven-minute songs as we come through to the end now. Yes, uh, and uh, good news, folks, they all fucking slap. They all slap. It's great. This is what you come for. This is the stuff you're here for. Don't if you've already started falling asleep, going God, seven minute Coheed songs. I mean, fair enough. But yeah. also, <laughs> um, uh, these are really good. This is like because they're much like um, in in Keeping Secrets uh, and the Crowing um, and Twenty One Thirteen also. Uh, yeah, Twenty One Thirteen. Yeah, keeps keeps the same kind of style. These are not long songs that have that have regular song structure they have been written to be this long uh, there are a lot of co- a few coheed songs that like just go on too long have too many repeats of the same chorus have too many repeats of the verse just drag um but these are very nice they're, they're long songs but they don't they have a bunch of sections they have but it's them showing off in a way that's very cool uh these are definitely them at their most proggy um yeah and i absolutely. know that everyone like all the fans love these songs these are all fan favorites uh number one is maybe the weakest of the of the group but i still think it's pretty good i still think it's really good it's a very good it's, it's a really good song it's a really good introduction to what they're doing uh and it only gets better from there uh but the the there are god i want to say like four at least four individual sections of this song so it's not like it is a seven and a half minute song it's like here's like four two minute things that lead into each other that sound really good together 
yeah, no, all of these songs kind of like develop on ideas um, and move, like go through, go from uh, section to section in an organic way. And it's not like repeating the same stuff over and over again. In uh, this one, he sings Spanish for a bit. He sings Spanish. Uh, I believe when I, I saw some interview that he was like, yeah, I just kind of wanted to say what time is it in Spanish. And I didn't look up how to do that. So it's extremely broken Spanish. <laughs> like, all right, Claudio, <laughs> you didn't think to Google what time is it? Spanish. He's still running on a typewriter. Be nice to him. Oh, uh, that's that is true. You can't Google on a typewriter. You cannot. Um, you can do it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can't do that. You can't do that. Uh, it is uh, Feliz Sierra Keora, I think, is what they wrote. Yep, Felicia, um, Keora. Yep. It sounds really good. Not... It it sounds great. It fits in the song perfectly. But yeah, but not in Spanish. <laughs> yeah, not in Spanish. So sorry about that uh, one. So sorry about that. Yeah. Um, I forgot he said the words "visual" in the actual fucking song. He does say the word "visual" in this song? It does pop up. Does, he has rhymes. That... He rhymes "visual" with "wish you all." Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he does. That's the shit right there. Ladies and gentlemen, we got him. <laughs> <laughs> he made it. Made got it. her in there. Oh, um, damn. I, I feel like it's hard to uh, describe the song, really, just because there's so much to it. Uh, I really like it. It's it. All of these next few are really good, so uh, I guess you're in for a treat on that end of things. Uh, for this one, for me, I would I would probably describe it as like it's kind of um it's fairly fast paced and it's fairly uh like it's not very in your face about its um like it doesn't have any good huge hooks right it's not like a big chorusy song uh, you get that in the next two for sure yeah um, so this is just kind of like going through a lot of like fast rhythmic ideas um just running for the bam banana 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 like it's it's kind of 10 speed esque which is a song from the early in the album uh in that it's driven by this 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 riff that moves back and forth and then they um they go through a bunch of variations uh and it eventually builds up it's like a, it's a very nice intro to this stuff uh the whole thing is very clear designed to just be listened to all the way through uh, in a sense that if you're not in the mood for just rock music you can have on in the background, then I get why you're not into Coheed and Cambria. But if you're not yeah. in the mood for that, then don't listen to the album in the first place. Go find some like good music. Yeah, go find something else. <laughs> um, go listen to Common go People. Go away. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I do think, I do think, uh, I'm just going to, should we should we talk about some lyrics? Because uh, there's, some, there's some, some parts in here. Uh, what, uh, what, which lyrics did I read? It's a it's a very long song. Uh, you you go ahead and pick something else. I was gonna talk about something a specific part I really like in the song. Uh, but if you wanna if you wanna bust out some some nonsense, then it's it's about time for that. Okay, I'm just gonna go look through these lyrics and choose one. Let's see what we want. Um, okay, from start to finish, I've made you feel this. Uncomfort in turn with the world you've learned to love through this hate to live with its weight a burden discerned in the blood you taste why would you deny me answers if i'm just a boy on the brink of being harder in hell through its fires be brutally honest was it better before me the curve of your body how i want how i want her with me the truth of your story the visual i wish you all <laughs> I have the visual. I wish you all. The visual. I wish you all. 
Holy shit, Claudio! You fucking crushed it, my man. You you nailed it. Got the landing perfect. Just gonna play the gif of those NASA scientists. It's like fucking. <laughs> popping the hell off at the discovery <laughs> landing because goddamn claudio the visual i wish you will the fucking it's just that fucking uh picture where it's like mission status sick everybody's freaking out yeah, yeah. Uh, uh it's the album cover to the album hell yeah by the band hell yeah <laughs> 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 which is a real album cover oh uh, great uh which you will be able to be found if you search hell yeah by hell yeah uh oh, into man. google i have done that you don't have to do that because i'm going to send it to you and you can live react to this <laughs> photo you. that everyone else has just googled yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah hell yeah <laughs> that's them <laughs> hell yeah hell yeah thank you oh yeah. beautiful um yeah i was gonna specifically say that why would you deny me answers part is extremely good it bops uh, uh it's pretty good yeah uh that's that's probably like a, my favorite part of this whole thing it's very good it's right in the middle it's good shit uh it's a good thing because like the very occasionally right Coheed learn to tell a fucking story with their song and not just list a bunch of no- like words uh and have something you can like emotionally follow uh, i always think of um oh what's camp valorium 2 called uh f- f- not fan of hearts back into forever back into forever oh, i think of back into forever uh because i think that's a really good uh like breakup song yeah um, telling a story about oh shit i don't i don't goofed it like I said in the episode, like it is the it's definitely a problematic song in terms of how it like views women, as is all of Cohen and Cambria. But it is the most, it's the closest they come to like being earnest about that, rather than wrapping that up in layers and layers of like narrative and irony in order to try to intellectualize it. It's just yeah. a straight emo song, and it's gross in all the way those emo songs are gross. But it feels very honest because of that. Um, and so yeah, so the moment was like, why would you like this like petulant child being mad that his dad won't tell him what's going on in the world? Like that kind of stuff is good um there's not that there's like that's normally like the driving force of a lot of these uh i met my creator narratives right but that is yeah yeah just completely buried under the avalanche of that feel when there's gf like yeah it's just absolutely <laughs> destroyed it's barely there at all it's there why would moments, you deny me yeah. answers i'm just a boy on the brink of being uh and then be brutally honest was a better before me the curve of your body and then the visual <laughs> i wish you, I wish you like visual, you're so close visual. to something there and, and then, then the visual like, by the way, the visual. <laughs> the visual, I wish you will. I had never till this day known that that lyrics was there. And holy shit. It is. Listen, we, a lot of treasures found here in the Willing Well. Where, <sighs> where nothing is absolute. Fuck. God damn it. <laughs> this isn't allowed. I didn't ask for this. What did I do to deserve? <laughs> what did I do? <laughs> what did I do to deserve all of you? Huh, where conclusions uh, have no bounds and nothing what is absolute. What does that even mean? What does that even mean? <laughs> Chase! <laughs> Chase, my good bitch! What does that even mean? <laughs> okay. Alright. <laughs> Get a little too gonna... rowdy. <laughs> That might even be edited out, but it was too funny not to no, say. No, you have to keep it. It has to stay. <laughs> okay. Okay. I, it's my favorite thing to call my friends, but I would never <laughs> do it like on air or in public. Oh, but, no, it's really good. I love it. Really, uh, 
We've got one more song to talk about. We do. Um, uh, we so yeah, that is. Score first. We. I think this is like. Oh, mm, torn between seven and eight. I want to say eight though. It's <laughs> I have, really that's good. Exactly what I think. I'm like, what if I had given other ones two? Um, I would say I would just say an eight. It's fine. It's yeah. good. like the next ones are gonna get nines and tens. Like yes, that's absolutely. How it is. Yeah, that's just uh, what it is. That's how it's gonna go. Yep. Um, heads up right now. That's what's gonna happen. Yeah. It do be like that and prepare yourselves for it. <laughs> it do uh, indeed be like that. And now let's... we take a journey from the past to the present day to talk about. Uh, a song that they just released. Uh, let's let's talk about the gutter. Over my dead body, the stars will let you know it's over. Now, if I had my way, I would leave you here to waste your final days. Hey, Jack- hey, Jackson? Hey, I Molly. I think this song might be fucking bad. I think this song sucks, and I want everyone listening to stop laughing, because I know the response that I'm about to get, which is both these songs sound the same. Uh, yeah. And first of all, fuck you. Yeah, first of all, fuck off. No, they do not. <laughs> Knock it off. You're ridiculous. Uh, so, a few episodes ago, um... When the first song from this album came out, uh, I was like, it's okay, but I, I don't think the song's very good. I think it um, is like really overproduced. Like, There's no sense of hooks. It feels very arbitrary as it goes through its sections. Um, it's concentrating on feeling big, but can't really like do anything more than that. Um, and I feel like I've been vindicated because even like people still like that song more than I do. But like those problems have really come to rear their head now. Like this is such an overproduced bore of a song. It's like, it's like when they started putting out uh, the singles from Year of the Black Rainbow, where it was like, oh yeah, the Broken's pretty good. It's not, you know, it's it's kind of like a like a hard. Um, it's got a it's got a good chorus, uh, and then they put out Here We Are Juggernaut. It's like, are you guys sure? Uh, and then they put out Far, and I was like, oh no. <laughs> Abort, 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 abort. Oh, dear. Yeah, this this song sucks. I really don't like it. Um, it goes on forever. It's six minutes long. Uh, and it doesn't have the thing where the other song had, where it has like a bunch of sections. It's just kind of a couple of verses, then it builds well, into like a it wants breakdown. to have sections like that, but it yeah, doesn't but it try. Doesn't. It has the main chorus where he's like, And so the story goes. And you're like, Oh, God, I'm going to sleep. Yeah. Um, because it, it, it just feels very swimmy and it, there's no drive to it. Even like their slower songs, like the final cut is a similar song, which we'll get to soon, but that, that's got like a bing on it. It's got a, it's kind of a slow beat and a big like uh, chorus that has very long vocals that you're meant to sing along to, very sweaty. Yeah, it, um, it has, it, it is a song with intent. But yeah, it feels better than this. It feels more, uh, feels like it's trying less hard, but also, yeah. Um, and it has a bit more to it. The hook's better. Uh, the riff is much better. Uh, this song sounds like way too big. Like the, I really cannot get over how much the production sucks. The guitars are it's too really huge. Bad. They're like there's so many overdubs of guitar. They're trying to make them sound as big as possible. And like, if you remember last album, they created basically an emo band with like light distortion at one point. Yeah. Uh, and now they're trying to do full on 80s stadium rock, and they can't. <laughs> Oh, baby, over my dead body 
talk about it long enough to get to it. But later in this song, there is a breakdown that's basically a Queen breakdown. The guitar goes ding on it, ding on, and it's trying to do Queen like um, the Black Parade did Queen. Yeah. So it ends up sounding like a bit in that song where he's like, I'm not a man, I'm not a hero. And that rules. That's that, yeah. the best My Chemical Romance nailed it. But, uh, mm. I don't mean to go on a limb here. I don't think Code and Cambria are good enough to be a fake queen. Yeah, I don't think they can pull that off. I Listen, I love them to death, but they, that's not what they should be doing. And then, um, also the screaming, Claudio. <laughs> Oh, Claudio the Screaming Oh my god, Claudio, you have never been good at this, and you keep trying, and it's always bad. It's he never been good. He does to do the screaming. It's, like, it's not even like a wah! It's not even one of those dumb... He's, like, actually screaming, and it's just like, dude, just close the mouth. Shut it up. Yeah, I would have let you with that. <laughs> uh, yeah. It's so bad. Oh, uh, the screaming is bad. There are a few things in music that turn me off more than bad screaming. That is yep. that is a deal breaker. Uh, it's it's bad. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, that's our feeling. I know that everyone is very excited for this album, and I feel like every time they put out new songs, there's like more new people getting into them, and more people are like, yeah, coming back after the last bad album. But everything that was bad about the last album is, remains here. Like the songs are too kind of uh, directionless. Uh, the production is really 80s and bad, and they're not like tied enough in their like songwriting. Um, and the the hooks are gone; they're literally gone. There's like, no hooks. Like the closest, like were there any hooks in fucking Here to Mars? No. No. Also, Here to Mars kind of, sucks. Yeah, because it sucks. It's a bad song. Fucking blows. Sorry if that's your love song. I love you. It from sucks Here to Mars. and like, blows. It sucks and blows. It's a bad song. Uh, and it's a shame. And I guess we're going to be the people that were like, oh, the band was better before. But the problem is that is often that true. Is, the problem is that is true. <laughs> I mean, like, I like a lot of songs off of Color Before the Sun. Like, don't get me wrong, but man, there are some real stinkers on there. Yeah. You've got Spirit Kid. Oh, God, You've the, got I Spirit just, Kid. I, every, they released so many bad singles for that album. All the singles they picked were bad. They, they did a bad job with that album. I think the only song I like from that album is Island. Island, Island. First of all, Island fucking bops. It rules. It's a great song. It's uh, okay. I like Atlas. I think it's good. It's a little too long, but it's it's still good. Listen, we're not covering Color Before the Sun. That's not why we're here. It's not why we're here now. We're just here to uh, weigh in on the new music because we like to stay current with everyone's coheed listening. Yeah, I mean, I if, we're going to cover gonna... the album when it comes out. I don't think we're definitely not going to go through the law. We might we might do an no, episode let's... about our feelings on the album, but yeah. when we we will not cover the law and the book until we get to it in the story. I guess I um, should like pre-order that stuff so I have it. Yeah, because I'm not going to be able to get it. Yeah, I will. I'll see if I can get digital editions for that stuff so we can so we can take a look at it. It's uh, it's pretty much guaranteed to be fucking terrible. Uh, and I'm very excited. Novels. <sighs> Novels. I guess that's it. That is where we have the. We did it. We've done yeah, the podcast. I think well we made done. it. We made it through. Uh, the, honestly, shorter than I thought. Only an hour long. Yes, only an hour. Uh, that's long for these podcasts. We don't go it that long. We don't usually go that long. Yeah. And so the story goes. I'm just going to sleep already. It's what a... happened to fucking um, 
Man, you're out, jackhammer. Man, you're battle station. Like, there's a much better hook than a... Like, you guys know how to do the big space battle song. Yeah, like, a big soaring chorus was, like, their whole thing, and they've seemingly forgotten how to write one. Are they just... Do you think they're just trying to do new shit because they did that and they feel like they don't want to do it again? Or is this just chasing the... Is it just trying to chase that past glory and they forgot how to do it? I mean, you've seen that picture, that YouTube recommendation that is like him looking confused when it says Claudia Sanchez and why the Amory Wars had to die. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, what? yes, it is absolutely them chasing a thing that their fans want, but they don't really care about, and it leads to boring music. Um, yeah. But apparently, it's actually enough for all the fans. So, this is, we've done this ourselves, I guess. It's absolutely killing me that I'm seeing people go, like, oh, yeah, they're bringing back the old Coheed. It's like, oh, you guys are. Go Y'all and listen to them. Dumb as go shit. and listen to, like, you know, go and listen to. Uh, Winning World 3. We'll get there soon. God, are you excited for Winning World 3? Are you excited excited. for Winning World 3? Jackson? Yes. I'm I'm jacked. Ready. Ready Ready for Winning World 3. Goodbye, everyone. Thank you very much for listening to the podcast. Molly, where can we find you on Twitter? You can, you can find me on Twitter at your friend Molly with a Y-E-R. You can find me at AudioEntropy.com. You can find me at Patreon.com slash Molly Reinbeck. You can find me at HeadfulsOff on Twitter. You can find all the podcasts we do. Uh, well, I do. Molly's podcast can be found at AudioEntropy.com. Uh, but this is on Abnormal Mapping because I do all the editing. So it is on AbnormalMapping.com. Uh, and you can find a bunch of podcasts there. Uh, and if you support us on Patreon, you can get access to The Great Gundam Project, uh, which is where me and M watch Gundam one episode a week. Uh, two episodes a week, sorry. Every week. And then it would be 12 years long and not six. Yeah. <laughs> uh, two episodes a week, every week, until the end of time. Um, and that's, that, is our, that is our goal. It's, it's, it's one of our best podcasts. It might be the best, uh, like, it might be our best one. I don't know. I, I, yeah, could be. A lot of people be. seem to like it. A lot of people seem to like it, and they have to pay for that, so you know it's good if they oh, like you it. Know pay it's for good. And like, yep. Uh, so that's it. Thank you very much for listening. Goodbye. Enjoy the song one more time. We're leaving. Enjoy. Call your mother. Don't forget.
Your parents once went 